atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. Show. All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman and Kurt Crosby live on your radio. Hard-hitting news that was refused to use continues. This is August 1st in the year of our Lord, 2019. This is our two of two. Our goal always to protect life, liberty, and property and to promote God, family, and country on your radio in the traditions of our founding fathers, ladies and gentlemen. All right. There's a big battle going on. Kurt, I want to tell you about it. Do you know about a group called Lowcast, Kurt? Not that I can remember. L-O-C-A-S-T is what it is. And um, it's a free streaming service, Kurt. It's a little-known nonprofit organization. Right? You ever heard of this? Nothing about it, huh? Mm -mm. Mainstream press leaving you out of the loop or what? Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. All right. Well, here's the deal. And this is a weird deal. They stream, stream television signals at no charge, Kurt. And they're nonprofit. And uh, these four major big TV networks want to shut them down, saying they're violating copyrights everywhere. Threaten the very investments and content customers' value, they say, which was filed in the lawsuit in Manhattan. But the guy that did this thing, okay, his name is um, David Goodfriend. And he's a lawyer and a professor who worked in the Clinton administration, Kurt. He introduced Lowcast in New York in January 2018. He started the service specifically to challenge broadcasters' interpretation of the company's, company's copyright laws, or the country's copyright laws. We really did our homework, he said. We're operating within the confines of the law. Here's the deal. Broadcast stations by Lockhart must provide their signals free to the public, making networks like the ones that sued these guys over at Lowcast. Um, well, they say you can get the signals through an antenna. And um, anyway, it goes on and on. But the question is, can you redistribute over-the-air broadcasts that are free? Anyway, uh, they say Lowcast is a nonprofit organization, but it has ties to companies that need to pay fees. Now, Mr. Goodfriend, not only has he been in government for quite a while, but he's been at DISH for a while, too. And... um, Anyway, it gets sticky, but it brings up this uh, other startup service that got shut down that we talked about before called Aereo. You remember that one? And they lost a legal challenge. So this is kind of the same people coming back and redefining what they do and um, continuing the fight, if you will, Kurt. So it was Aereo. Now it's low cast. But the same principles are at work, which is this. If you have free over-the-air public TV that can be captured by an antenna and received for free, do you have the right to receive that signal in a, quote, modern way, Kurt? Okay. And when Lowcast is a free streaming service, that changes the game, too. The other people had fees with their deal. This one has no fees, as far as I understand, too, making it even harder 
to, uh, I don't know what you say, attack them or to, to, to make a case against them. Um, see our buddy over there at uh, VidAngel making money. Uh, the former Ariel people making money. This guy's coming at it differently and saying, hey, man, I'm a nonprofit and I'm not making any money. We're giving these signals to you for free. But major broadcast networks sue a little-known nonprofit organization called Lowcast. Wing of that, Kurt. Kind of interesting. I kind of like to watch these battles unfold. Right? Yeah. Uh, apparently, um, yeah, I mean, if you do go to uh, Lowcast's homepage, um, and what they is try it? Just to, first uh, say L O C A S T dot org. Org. Yeah. Okay, good. Uh, it says uh, watch your local broadcast TV for free. Um, and it says, like in our case, it says, unfortunately, Lowcast is not available in your area. It says they're in 13 cities, 31% of the U.S. market, uh, almost 35 million homes, it says. Uh, yeah, they, they say in digging into a little more, there's 200 here. plus thousand people that are currently using the system, Kurt. Huh. Uh, they say we need your support today. Help us free your TV, and then they want you to donate uh, monthly or yearly. You know that kind of thing. Yeah, to cover some of the costs. You think? Well, I don't know. You know, it's kind of like when they do those. Uh, you know, there's no charge for the dance, but you got to donate. You know, that kind of thing. Uh-huh. I, I think. Anyway, I found this an interesting battle. Hopefully, I'll see more stories on it. We'll try to keep an eye on this one. It's very interesting. Lowcast.org to learn more about it, to keep an eye on it. Uh, I like these battles because I want people to build a better mousetrap to my door. I want entertainment less expensive. I want competition. Uh, and I want new technology brought to the table all the time. And I certainly want to be in control of my entertainment. And all these different stories have everything to do with all of that. Now, I don't want my entertainment for free. And I do support copyrights. But when is it a copyright violation becomes the battle, right? If you've got free TV via antenna mandated by the law, well, what if you can't put up an antenna because you live in an apartment building? Are you just disenfranchised? Can you access it another way or is that unconstitutional? How is one a copyright violation and not another? Same thing with VidAngel. You know, if I buy a DVD and I want to cut out the bad parts, I mean, whose DVD is it? Yeah, they have the right to, to make sure that I don't republish that or, or publicly promote it or something. But why can't I watch it in my own home and manually skip the bad parts with a fast forward button on my VCR, for instance? But yet I can't develop technology that can do the same thing for me and automate the process. These are where all the battles are, Kurt, and where I think why I think this is so important to keep an eye on. And any other comments on that one? Not that I can think of. All right. Who is Kelly Nightcraft, Kurt? I think her last name is Craft. I think Knight might be her maiden name. But uh, Kelly Nightcraft, um, for U.S. Ambassador, or I'm sorry, for U.N. Ambassador, is now confirmed, Kurt. It was mostly on partisan lines, but they confirmed uh, Donald's pick. Do you want to uh, respond to this one? Do you know anything about this person? Uh, I don't. Um, you know, they say she's an American diplomat, um, and uh, and the uh, ambassador of the United Nations. Uh, they say she's fifty-seven years old. She's got a husband, and uh, oh, yeah. Went now I guess University the reason the Kentucky. liberals are attacking her left and right is because she's not really for the environmental stuff, Kurt. Hmm. Yeah. All right. 
I guess Jonathan Cohen was there before, you know, she was or whatever. And um, she's been there for a little bit, from what I understand. Now, Kelly Don Gilfil or Gelfile was her maiden name. She was born in 62, so I don't know where the night, you know, whatever comes from. Lexington, Kentucky. She's a Republican. Her spouse is David Morris, divorced. Judson Knight, divorced. Joe Kraft, I guess the current husband. She went to the University of Kentucky, got an MBA there. And um, I guess she was I guess she was the U.S. ambassador to Canada before. The first woman to hold the post, by the way, Kurt. She was appointed by guess who? President George W. Bush as a U.S. alternate delegate to the United Nations back in 2007. She was a delegate to the 2016 Republican National Convention from Kentucky. And she's had a business advisory firm in Lexington for a while. Um, sounds like a political insider, Kurt, if you ask me. So Donald uh, puts another insider. As far insider. as I can you know, see, it looks like, um, you know, she's a big uh, contributor. Um, and, um, you know, that's, I think, how you get many of these now, she's, uh, her father was a Democratic Party activist who once served as the Democratic chairman uh, for the Democratic Party in her area. So she graduated from Glasgow High School in 1980. She graduated from BA from the University of Kentucky in 1994. I guess she's been a generous donor to political candidates, Kurt. So... She was a big supporter of George W. Bush. So you got an inside hack, father's political, a Democrat, no less. And then you got this lady that's been involved literally in politics her whole life, as far as I can tell, Kurt. Donald puts, uh, they say that the U.N. ambassador is kind of one of the most important posts you can, you know, you can have or whatever. And, and, and so Donald picks another insider, so all I can tell, Kurt. Anything else on that one? Not that I can see. All right, Kurt wants to talk about a kid pushing for gold. Astonishing moment. Six-year-old Chechnyan boy. Or how do you say it? Chechnyan or Chechnyan? Yeah, that's right. Anyway, uh, that's boy. Right. Uh, kind of an interesting uh, story here, Kurt. Kid gold. You yeah. know, um, yeah. I guess he completed I mean, uh, what they call press-ups. 4,618 press-ups in one go to set two That'd be what like they call world records. I think is what those are, Sam. I don't know. Uh, well, anyway. Um, Raham Koryak, yeah. is that the guy's name? He's six years old, and he broke two press-up world records. And it tells how many he did. Wow. Impressive. All right, Kurt wants to tell you more about this in seconds.
Okay, girls, about finished with your lesson on money. Daddy, what is a buy-sell spread for gold coins? Well, when you sell a gold coin to a coin shop that's worth, say, $1,200, you don't actually get $1,200. But don't worry, we're members of UPMA now, so we don't have to worry about that. Daddy, what if somebody steals our gold? We don't have any gold at the house. It's stored safely in the UPMA vault, securely and insured. But the S&P 500 outperformed gold. Daddy, gold is a bad investment. Some people do think of it that way. But actually, gold is money. And as members of the United Precious Metals Association, we can use our gold at any store, just like a credit card. Or I can ask them to drop it right into Mommy and Daddy's bank account because we're a UPMA member family. Find out more at upma.org. That's upma.org. So, you love talk radio, then you'll love TalkStreamLive.com. TalkStream Live is always on, 24-7, with the best streaming talk shows. Find your favorite talkers and discover some new ones. It's free, readily available online, or on mobile with any smartphone or tablet. Finding your favorite talk shows all in one place has gotten a whole lot easier. Just go to TalkStreamLive.com. Be sure to download the free apps from Google Play or the iTunes App Store. Talk Right, the conservative app offered by TalkStream Live that caters exclusively to the conservative talk radio community. Here you'll see only talk shows and podcasts from the conservative right, all the big broadcast names and online digital shows in one place. Talk Right makes it easy to find all your favorite conservative talkers with all the upscale features you come to expect from TalkStream Live. Keep up with the fast-paced political world. Download Talk Right today from Google Play or the App Store. We got a cool story about this six-year-old boy, all right, pushing for gold. He got the gold, that's for sure. An astonishing moment. Six-year-old boy, he's a Chechnyan boy, Radom Koryev, I think is how you say his name. Anyway, he completes 4,618 press-ups, and uh, I don't know if that's a sit-up or a push-up, but it's probably a push-up. It's a push-up. All right. Yeah. And uh, this guy rocked it, and he... um. Well, he set two world records in one go. And I think the reason we bring up stories like that, Kurt, is because it's positive. It's like something to celebrate with this kid, right? It's like, wow. You know, it wasn't like, um, you know, he was stuck doing video games for like, you know, 42 days and died or something like that. You know, I mean, he he, um, did a bunch of push-ups and they they even gave him a car for it i don't know that a car he's gonna be able to drive it you know six years old you know see i kind of personally would go for something different than a car for the kid kurt maybe like a college education or maybe Mm -hmm. you know some other way to you know help him along his way in life or whatever but a car six-year-old well maybe they got confused between six and 16 in chechnya can you drive at six kurt Maybe you just can drive at six. Maybe that's the point. I don't know that either. Maybe I'm just ignorant and missing out on what's going on, you know? But anyway, it was a cool yeah. story, and we brought it up because it's mm-hmm. positive. Because it's something to celebrate. Because it's just kind of unique and cool and fun and interesting. And you got to love it, though. You got to shake that's his right. hand and go, well done, young man. Because it's really mm-hmm. cool. All right. Anyway, now, this is another story that's kind of on the opposite side of that coin, Kurt. Miss mm-hmm. Bond doesn't have the same ring to it 
I guess it's the first ever black James Bond girl uh, in the news. I don't really know how to respond to this one, Kurt, because it's just so whacked out. I guess she's been the latest actress. This is black. It's going to play Miss Bond or whatever. You know, she's got the, the, the new license to kill. We've handed that from the male to the female, and then we've obliterated gender in her wake. Right, Kurt? Well, yeah. So this the lady they've got um, talking about it is uh, was the first black James Bond girl. She played it back in, um, I think it was 71. And uh, she said, hey, you know, this this whole idea that you say that uh, James Bond is now going to be a woman, it just doesn't have the same ring to it. So she could say it because, you know, she's she's a black woman, you know, Sam, I think. You know. What do you uh, mean by James anyway, Bond girl, uh, Kurt? Well, they're basically, um, this lady's 72, by the way, um, and she spoke out about the decision to give 007 to a woman. Uh, she was talking to Daily Mail TV and saying she disagreed with giving a woman the iconic code name. Now, here's she the problem. Said Bond, yeah. You know, how are they going to give it from a man to a woman, Kurt, if there's no gender designators? How are they going to even do that in the first place, number one? Number two is the problem she's, uh, you know, standing with traditional values and saying, first off, there is a man or woman or male and female. Secondly, I don't think you should just gender neutrally manipulate one to the other. I don't think we can have a female James Bond. It just doesn't seem right. It isn't the way it ought to be. Is she allowed to stick to those traditional values, Kurt, or is her career or her whole, you know, popularity over now, huh? Well, they're going to let her have this little fling, I think, Sam. But she said uh, Bond was written by Ian Fleming as a man. So a black James Bond, sure, but as a man, Miss Bond doesn't have the same ring to it. So let me stop you there. So though, anyway, say, I'm not uh, for a black James Bond either. What was the original James Bond intended by the author, Kurt? Well, as far as I can tell, he was... Evil white guy, Sam. Okay, but I'm saying this. You know what? If the if the creator envisioned it to be this way, let's leave it that way. Let's not, you know, pretty soon you'll have like a um, a non-binary James Bond. Mm-hmm. And then you'll have a, you know, all I'm saying is why do this, though? Why not just, if you want to, you know, put a, a black character in a good light, by all means, come up with your own content, Kurt, and do so. I don't have any problem with that. Uh-huh. Imagine that. Right. There's nothing wrong with a black person in a, in a good context, Kurt. Mm-hmm. And, you know, good authors and creators and writers and whatever you want to say, playwrights and movie makers and filmmakers and whatever. Hey, they're, they're free to. But why manipulate James Bond, though? I mean, isn't there a, a movie called Tammy the Bachelor or Tammy and the Bachelor? I think so. Are you familiar with that, Kurt, at all? You love these old mm-hmm. movies, so I thought I'd just throw you back yeah. there, you know? Yeah. Um, Thank you. Why don't they just change Tammy to a guy? And the bachelor to a girl and make them all black and do another movie. Mm-hmm. See what I mean? I mean, at some point, you just take this license to pervert way too far. And I'm just saying, I don't have a problem with a black character cast at all. I do have a problem with taking a white character and making it a black character. Let me give you an example to make the point. If they had a black character in a movie, Kurt, and all of a sudden I said, we've got to do the white version of that sucker. How would they be mm-hmm. responding to me on that baby, Right. And that's my problem with it. I don't have a problem if a black person or a white person's in a movie and portrayed in a good light at all. I don't, I don't have any problem with that whatsoever. I have a problem, though, with it only being one way. We can turn a, a, a traditionally white character into a black character, no problem. Now someone's going to give pushback for turning a male into a female, and others are saying, bigot, no problem. But what if we want to turn a, bla- a black woman actress into a white male actor? Is that cool? 
See? Very, very strange stuff. All right, anything up more on this one? Nothing. All right, let's talk about classified, Kurt. USA's, quote, most secretive bases that are even more mysterious than Area 51, Kurt. I now, mean, while you're so looking up that piece, I was the got... one saying that we ought to try to go into Fort Knox and see if the gold's there, if we're going to find something out important. Right? But this headline saying it's more important to kind of realize that there's classified stuff out there way more important to dig into than Area 51. Is that the idea? Well, yeah. I, it kind of even promotes the idea that your government doesn't always tell you all the truth, Sam. I mean, I know You're that's a shocker, but, you know, I mean, I... I that just can't be, Kurt. Breaking some bubbles for you, you know. I mean, I don't, I don't really even know how to yeah. respond to this, you know. Yeah, the Sun has this piece, and uh, basically they they list a number of them, uh, telling you where they are. Se- secretive U.S. military basins. They say dozens of U.S. facilities around the world are shrouded in mystery. Here, yeah, here are some of the strangest. They got one called Area Six in Nevada, Fort Meade in Maryland, an unnamed base in Saudi Arabia, Area Twenty Five in Nevada. You got Diego Garcia in the Indian Ocean, uh, Pine Gap in Australia. Um, so anyway, these are just uh, at least what I'd probably say. Some of the black holes were some of your uh, yeah. And then you got counterpart concentration camps to. like. Um Cuba and stuff like that, right? Guantanamo Bay, and you know, I mean, you got all kinds of weird stuff around the world. Anyway, we find that fear interesting, though. There's all kinds of classified stuff, more even secretive and more mysterious than Area 51 by far, and they're not digging into that. And they're not digging into my goal, which is to find out about, you know, if we really have the gold in Fort Knox. I think that's kind of a more important question, personally. Mm-hmm. Now, Kurt, the NRA pulls the plug on NRA TV. Did you see this? NRA pulls the plug. On NRA TV. Yes, sir. No, I didn't. Yeah, I don't know if they're under a cast crunch or what their gig is, but they did. Hmm. And, um, you know, I mean, this is where I kind of feel strange about the NRA. On one hand, I'm glad the organization exists. I'm glad they do what they do. Good for them. But I'm kind of concerned because they're not. It's kind of like, in my opinion, the milk toast Republican Party in the first place. You know, I mean, they're better than the other guys to some degree, but they're not good enough to get the job done. Kurt, the NRA has been found compromising on all kinds of gun rights violations and stuff like that in the past. And, and, you know, I don't want to down the NRA necessarily. Um, I want to respect the good they do. But at the same time, I want to be real. Is that such a big loss? I mean, Kurt, did you watch NRA TV? Never have. Why not, Kurt? What is up with you? You're too busy watching this bond, aren't you, Kurt? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Anyway, I'm just saying it's weird stuff, isn't it? It's just weird, man. All right. Now, Kurt, there's a black lawmaker. The guy's name is William Lacey. And I guess he's um, accuses AOC of using the race card. I was thinking we ought to just create a white male AOC, Kurt. Why don't you be the white male AOC, buddy? Mm, I'm out. You're a Kurt. Maybe Bill Lacey will. What do you think? William Lacey could do that. He could just say, hey, I'm the, I'm the white male AOC now. You know, what if you just created, like her uh, Twitter handle is AOC. What if you just did WAOC? 
Wow. And it'll be you, Kurt. It'll be Kurt Crosby coming out of the closet, man. <laughs> wow. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I'm not in any way suggesting we should really do these things. Okay? Because I don't believe in them. But I'm trying to highlight, demonstrate the absurd by being absurd a little bit. And I'm hoping folks will understand the points that I'm desperately trying to make. In an effort to stop the shenanigans going on. All right, Sam and Curtin seconds. Hang tight. Exposing corruption, informing citizens, pursuing liberty. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA Radio News with Chris Barnes. The front runner in the field of Democrats running for the White House, Joe Biden, was the target last night of many of the questions and comments from fellow candidates at a debate in Detroit. Here's New York's Mayor Bill de Blasio talking to Biden. So did you say those deportations were a good idea or did you go to the president and say this is a mistake? We shouldn't do it. Which one? I was vice president. I am not the president. I keep my recommendation in private. That drew this from Senator Cory Booker. Mr. Vice President, you can't have it both ways. You invoke President Obama more than anybody in this campaign. You can't do it when it's convenient and then dodge it when it's not. A pilot of a Navy jet that crashed in California's Mojave Desert still missing. Seven people on the ground were injured when the jet crashed. The Super Hornet went down during a routine training mission. This is USA Radio News. If your credit card bills have gotten out of hand and you care about your credit, call Consolidated Credit now. If the interest rates on your credit cards are so high, it'll take years to get out of debt. Call Consolidated Credit now. They've helped over 6 million people with credit card debt. Without destroying your credit, they can consolidate your debts into one lower payment, reduce your interest rates, and get you out of debt fast. The program works. Call Consolidated Credit now. Call 800-406-0046. That's 800-406-0046. Consolidated Credit Counseling Services, Inc., 5701 West Sunrise Boulevard, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, 33313. Licensed by the New York Department of Financial Services and by the Vermont Department of Financial Regulation, Maryland DM 1492, Oregon DM 80092. Licensed by the Virginia State Corporation, Commission License Number DC83. Service may adversely affect the individual's credit. Non-payment of debt may lead to additional finance charges or collections activity, including legal action, not a loan company. President Trump wasn't thrilled at the rate cut announced by the Federal Reserve yesterday, saying the market wanted to hear that the Fed was beginning a lengthy and aggressive rate-cutting cycle to keep pace with China and other countries, when in fact the central bank only lowered its benchmark rate by a quarter percent, and the Fed Chairman Jerome Powell indicated this was not necessarily the beginning of any series of cuts. He said the decision was designed to simply keep the economy on track. It is intended to ensure against downside risks from weak global growth and trade policy uncertainty to help offset the effects these factors are currently having on the economy. First-time claims for unemployment benefits up last week. The Labor Department says 215,000 Americans or so filed initial claims, 8,000 more than the previous week, and about 8,000 more than what analysts had been expecting. And this is USA Radio News. 
All right, back with you live. Sam and Kurt, hard-hitting talk at your fingertips. The NRA pulls the plug on NRA TV. That's interesting. Lawmaker William Lacey accuses Ocasio-Cortez. AOC is using the race card. Now I want to talk about this guy here, Kurt. I don't know if you know about this guy, but do you know about this guy named Willem Van Spronson? You know about that guy, Kurt? Mm, doesn't ring a bell, Sam. All right. So you remember how Antifa got out of control in Seattle? And Antifa went kind of nuts, and they beat up this guy. They beat up this journalist. Are you caught up on this? So that was the journalist? No. Andy. No. Go, I guess it's NGO. Andy Go. I think I remember. Is the journalist guy. Anyway, Antifa beat up this guy. And this guy was kind of like an Antifa supporter journalist a little bit. And he would cover him. And what a minute, they just got all crazy and and anarchy style abuse. They just beat this journalist up. and, And the mainstream press kind of ignored all that, right? Well, one of the radical guys that were involved in the Seattle Antifa that beat up this journalist, Andy Go. I guess he got a little bit more crazy. His name is Willen Van Stronson, and he's a basically a domestic terrorist from the same Seattle Antifa crew that recently beat up journalist Andy Go. I guess he was shot dead by the cops, Kurt. Uh, what he was trying to do uh, is attack an ICE facility in Tacoma, Washington, with explosives and a semi-automatic rifle. And I guess he got shot dead by the cops. Here's what I find interesting. The Democrats don't talk about it. The mainstream press isn't covering it. You didn't even know what happened, did you, Kurt? I'm not downing you. I didn't know what happened either until I saw it in one of our favorite conservative news services. But I'm telling you, they're not even talking about it. This guy's so radical. Just a nutcase. Just a whacked out Antifa terrorist. And he just went too far and the cops killed him. Um, but nobody even hears about this, right, Kurt? Wouldn't that, shouldn't point, that be one yeah. of the biggest stories in the country? What if it was a Donald Trump? What if it was a Donald Trump uh, right, you know, wing conservative supporter or, or somebody like that who's pro-choice? Or I, mean, I could go on and on, right? A Ron Paul supporter, a Rand Paul supporter, a Mike Lee supporter, or whatever, right? Um, what if it was somebody that was part of the NRA or part of the, you know, National Rifle Association or the uh, Gunners of America or, you know, some of these other conservative organizations. And he literally was part of the same group that beat up a journalist, beat the tar out of this journalist. And then um, this guy literally tried to attack an ICE facility with explosives and a semi-automatic rifle. You think it'd be covered in the news, Kurt? Well, there'd be a little tiny blip on it. Wouldn't be any. Um, I think it'd be wall-to-wall you know. coverage, right? Okay. A whacked-out conservative guy went crazy and got oh, killed yeah, by the cops, yeah. and so that'd be covered the big other time. One. Whereas this guy, yeah. that none of us can even know the name of, because of course they don't cover it. His name is Lillum, or Willem, W-I-L-L-E-M, Willem. Van Spronson is his name. Okay, so because it's Antifa, it doesn't even get covered, but I guarantee if it was one of our guys doing the same radical moves, it would be wall-to-wall coverage, man. For sure. And it's just shocking how no one even knows this happened. Now, I'm sad that he lost his life. I defend the police and what they had to do. It's a sad tragedy for sure. 
Nevertheless, the unique manipulated or selective coverage uh, of these topics are what I think is important to bring up. All right, Kurt wants to talk about a former South Dakota official. I guess the guy has to fork over $750,000. Kurt, you want to tell him why? Mm, let's see if I can find it. give you a hint? Here. Yeah. Oh, snap. Oh, okay. So this is just food stamp deal. <laughs> yeah, it's another um, snap food stamp fraud. This guy fudged the data, got caught, has to pay $750,000, man. Yeah. The uh, guy's name is Julie... Osnes, O-S-N-E-S. He used to run South Dakota's food stamp program. Wait a minute, program. his name is Julie? Well, I know it doesn't Spell sound it like for a me. guy, does it? J-U-L-I-E, Julie. Yeah, so I think it might be a lady. Um, but she, yeah, I think it's a lady, Sam. Um, it's the South Dakota official. Maybe it's just a lady, a lady that is just kind of taking on a different persona, Kurt. Oh, good point. Who knows if, you know, you can do that stuff. You know. But anyway, she now runs a South Dakota consulting firm, and she allegedly helps states falsify food stamp quality control data to obtain performance bonuses for her clients and for herself. This is all according to KELO. Now the federal government's cracking down on her, uh, ordering that her consulting firm pay a little above three quarters of a million dollars in fine to the government for manipulating data so it would show lower error rates for some states snap programs makes him want to snap you know uh between 2008 and 2013 uh she was in charge of south dakota's food stamp program she had a more than 95 percent accuracy rate that earned the state millions over 16 years she also consulted with dozens of other states including Alaska, Wisconsin, and Virginia. Between 2008 and 2013, those three states have reached settlements with the federal government had to pay back the money. The federal government seized $17 million from those states, according to a press release from the Justice Department. Oh, boy. Justice is served. Uh, this was also the same time as former President Barack Obama's first term in office when food stamp enrollment spiked to the highest in the nation's history. Yeah, they broke some records. Anyway, bottom line is, um, well, now everything's going to be all cool with the SNAP program. Yes, Sam, it won't is. won't be any more errors now. But I think what they ought to do is just get rid of the program entirely. Imagine that. Because then you don't have the problem with that fraud going on, or you don't have, you know, girls taking advantage of it. You know? Exactly. All right, Michelle Obama. It's almost like if you don't want to have any more IRS, uh, you know, so-called IRS agents calling people saying, hey, man, uh, go down to your local Walmart and get you one of those cards and pay us some money, or else you're going to go to jail. Uh, Little fraud stuff, you know. There's a way to fix that. Yeah, just get rid of the food stamp program entirely there. That's my recommendation. All right, Michelle Obama's in the news, and she went to L.A., and Kurt's got the goods. Miss Michelle, um, you know, she's, um, of course, living on a thin dime, Sam. And um, 
She, yeah, she, she is. A little, now, is Michelle uh, really a she, though, Kurt? That's been always questioned, too, right? Well, good point. I don't know if we want to bring that up now. But anyway, she rented a little house, well, a mansion, I guess it is, for the L.A. visit. And um, $23 million house. Um, you know, that's how the Obamas, you know, they're just like the rest of us, Sam. You know, that's how they live. So let's see, it's a $23 million shark house mansion? Yeah, I don't know what a shark house actually is. Do you know what those are? I don't know. I guess it's a house for a shark. Something like that. Oh, yeah, maybe it's a themed house. Yeah. You know? I mean, the pictures are cool. It's a 13,000 square foot spread in the posh Hollywood. Now, my house is themed, Kurt. Is yours? Yeah, yours is the Bushman house. Well, it's got a lot about my family, and it's got Jesus on the wall and stuff like that. So it's, uh, in, you know, in my uh, office here where I broadcast live, it's got patriotic stuff. And so mine's a God, family, and country theme, believe it or not. Wow. Isn't yours uh-huh. that, too? Yeah. So they're doing shark themes, and we're doing God, family, country themes. That's all. I mean, mm-hmm. you get it just fine, Kurt. Now, you might not be doing the 23 mil part. I mean, I'm doing the three, yeah. $23 part primarily, right? This thing looks like a, a container house, Sam, that they built. So I think that's what no, it is. No, <laughs> Come on. Well, it is kind of square and stuff, you know, but you could, you could, when you look at the picture, you think. I you don't could think stack a bunch house. of containers up and you could just no, build this Kurt. baby right there, yeah. Okay. You, Why don't you just go out in the country and build one of them dudes like that? See how much you could build well, it for. Well, it's illegal to build You can show how inexpensive it can be done for, Kurt. You yep. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. All right. Now, there's two things about Tulsi Gabbard that you got to know. Is that how you say your name anyway? I think so. Gabbard? Sam. Yeah. Yeah. Or Gabbard um, you or know, whatever. If you, if you forget who she is, she's now, the one. Now, I got a question. One, yeah. Out is spelled how? O-U-T, right? Yeah. So you got this lady's name, and it's T-O, or T-U-L-S-I. Yeah. And how do you say that? Tulsi? Tulsi? Tulsi. Tulsi. All right. Tulsi Gabbard. Like Tulsa, but with an I. Yeah. Gabbard. Anyway, I guess she's a winner of Breitbart News and Drudge Polls, right? Yeah. For the second Democrat debate? Right. We'll talk about it. Do we reflect about our future and where we as a culture are moving? Do we keep our trust in our jobs, homes, money, life necessities, investments, stock markets? Do we believe that our 401ks or other retirements will always be there and that the current economic order will recover? Is the economy going to recover and life return to normal? It ain't going to happen. By a friend of Medjugorje, whether you are poor, middle class, or rich, it ain't gonna happen. A book of astounding revelations about the present economic order and where we are heading. It ain't gonna happen by a friend of Medjugorje. To order, visit medj.com, spelled N-E-J.com, or call Caritas in the U.S. 205-672-2000. 205-672-2000. Why don't we say to the government writ large that they have to spend a little bit less? 
Anybody ever had less money this year than you had last? Anybody better have a 1% pay cut? You deal with it. That's what government needs, a 1% pay cut. If you take a 1% pay cut across the board, you have more than enough money to actually pay for the disaster relief. But nobody's going to do that because they're fiscally irresponsible. Who are they? Republicans. Who are they? Democrats. Who are they? Virtually the whole body is careless and reckless with your money. So the money will not be offset by cuts anywhere. The money will be added to the debt, and there will be a day of reckoning. What's the day of reckoning? The day of reckoning may well be the collapse of the stock market. The day of reckoning may be the collapse of the dollar. When it comes, I can't tell you exactly, but I can tell you it has happened repeatedly in history when countries ruin their currency. And on your radio, ladies and gentlemen, Michelle Obama rents $23 million. Shark House Mansion for an L.A. visit. Don't worry, she's got the cash, buddy. She went in poor as a church mouse. She came out rich as all snot. It's amazing. But what do you expect for politicians and bureaucrats that commit fraud everywhere? You say, Sam, what are you talking about? Well, hey, if Barack was really involved in the Justice Department, um, you know, stuff that we talked about earlier, then you kind of got to go, man, what's going on? Right? I mean, you just can't have it always. If Obama's Justice Department managed to evade the FOIA laws, what other laws did they manage to evade, Kurt? Do you think that might have something to do with their riches? No wonder Michelle could just kind of rock and roll and have a good Imagine time. Imagine that. Yeah. Right. I mean, anyway. Tulsi Gabbard, we talked about winning, or winner of Breitbart and Drudge polls for the second Democratic debate. And I guess she comes out Swinging, Kurt. Well, and remember, she won the first one. Um, and yet, um, remember, she's also got a uh, current lawsuit against Google saying that they kind of manipulated the search results and made it so that she couldn't get, uh, you know, the coverage she needed. Well, anyway, on the one that happened last night, I remember this lady is a Democrat from Hawaii, and uh, she got... Uh, in the Breitbart news poll, she got 50%. Andrew Yang came in second at 20%. Former Vice President Joe Biden came in third at 8%. So 50 to 8, you know. I mean, I think they would have said, hey, man, you're out, Joe. But anyway, uh, New York City Mayor Bill de Blasio uh, got fourth at 7% in the uh, Breitbart poll. Uh, in the Drudge poll, uh, Gabbard won with 39% of the vote. Yang came in second at 24 Joe Biden came in third with 15 and the Blasio came in fourth at 5% so um, I guess Gabbard had a big moment against Kamala Harris uh, after she criticized Harris's record as a federal prosecutor in California uh, this is what she said to loud cheers she said she put over 1500 people in jail for marijuana violations and laughed about it when she was asked if she ever smoked marijuana 
Uh, Gabbard also received accolades for her promise to bring troops home from Afghanistan within a year of being in office. Uh, she said she enlisted in the military after the September 11, 2001 terrorist attacks, but that Americans were lied to in the lead-up to the Iraq war with bogus claims of weapons of mass destruction. Now, let me stop there and say, did she expose the lie before, um, you know, that or did she go along with the lie? And now she's calling it since it's been outed and kind of the truth tellers have been around. We said that right from the start that they were lying. Kurt and they dismissed us as conspiracy nuts and wackos and, you know, administration haters and, you know, everything else. But the truth is, is pretty much documented now that it was. Big old lies. And by the way, that's how how we got into almost every single war we've been in in recent times, Kurt. And by the way, uh, I guess uh, she was the most searched for candidate on Google, uh, according to Google Trends. Uh, She was at one point the most Google searched candidate during her appearance at the first Democratic debate. Then she now sued Google the last week after she said her campaign advertising account on Google was suspended and her campaign emails were flagged as spam in Gmail. Oddly, Gabbard did not trend on Twitter, though Assad did in reference to her 2017 meeting with... uh, Syrian dictator Bashar Assad. Well, she's anyway. uh, against giving free college tuition to illegal aliens, Kurt. Yeah. That's what probably why they'll shut that, her down. So. I think she's right. Uh, but I I'm mean, against giving free college to anybody. But, you know, let's start right. with the illegals, I guess. Not right? just illegals. Yeah, that's right. It's pretty interesting to see. Uh, I mean, as far as I can tell, she's the only one that's saying, hey, we're not going to give something free to everybody. Um you know, all the other ones are like, hey, man, we'll hand it out. But um, Tulsi anyway, Gabbard. I, I agree with her. You know, we agree with these people once in a while, Kurt, and this is one I agree with. I'm not yeah, for giving the illegals. Unusual. I'm not for picking just intentionally cultural, whatever, minority running mates. I'm for picking the best man for my running mate, Kurt, whoever that be. Imagine I say that. man, I'm talking about mankind. I might pick a female. Mm-hmm. It's possible. Uh, okay, when I say man, I'm talking about mankind, right? You know, I don't want to say I'm picking the best chairperson for my running mate there. You know. Yeah. You know, but anyway, good for her. And, and she's right. Lawmaker proposes bill allowing Americans to directly contribute to funding the border wall when filing taxes. Kurt, what do you say to this one? Well, at least in my opinion, I like the... <laughs> I mean, you've seen this deal where you fill out your forms and then you can choose to support some wildlife thing or some tree planting or something like that. I mean, why not have this as an option? I agree with the general point that if we're going to have those items, why not have items that we agree with, right? Yeah. But I kind of disagree with having that on my forms at all in the first place. Amen to that. Because otherwise, why not put, you know, hey, do you want to donate a, do- a dollar to Liberty News Radio? I mean, that ought to be yeah. on your tax returns, too, shouldn't it, Kurt? I mean, why should I get Shanghai and, you know? Well, it's like uh, Google a while back. They had these deals where you could uh, contribute to your favorite, uh, you know, uh, oh, charity, uh, you know, with your on your purchase. And yet I couldn't find CSPOA on there. I couldn't find uh, a lot of things that I care about, but, you know, they got their... Uh, you couldn't even find the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints on there, could you, Kurt? 
Right. And that's good like point. 16 plus million members in yeah. good standing, nonpartisan. Right? That's right. So, you know, that's what I mean by this is that, you know, why is the government promoting certain causes and how do you get your cause in the mix? This is a perfect classic, classic example of pulling the government lever in your favor at the expense of others. So, yeah. I, you know, from a Puritan point of view, I don't want anybody's thing on there at all. Mm-hmm. But if there's a legitimate value in my mind to put something on there, I'd say, I guess, you know, at least funding the border wall should be an option. And I have those guy, options, uh, right? The guy who did this is Representative Mark Green. He's from Tennessee. He's introduced this bill that would allow Americans to directly contribute to a fund for President Donald Trump's border wall when filing their taxes with the IRS every year. Uh, That's what his office confirmed to Breitbart News exclusively. Uh, He said uh, in a release, he says, Taxpayer dollars should never be used to advance political campaigns, but keeping Americans safe must be our number one priority. See, I, and, I, and again, I agree with his point and his logic, Kurt. Yeah. Right? They, they call the bill the Dollars for, wall, for the Wall Act, uh, and it would change the IRS 1040 form people file when they uh, pay their taxes every year to allow a direct contribution to a border wall fund. Currently, the 1040 form has a box that filers can check that would direct three bucks or six bucks for joint filers to what is called the Presidential Election Campaign Fund. Uh, I bet you've always contributed to that, Sam. I mean, you know, that's Well, is this different than the wall fund? No. See, so, you know, by the way it's worded, you could use the money for other things but the wall, too. Yeah, good point. Right? Now, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not downing the, the point as much as I'm just kind of highlighting. This is where the, the words matter. We started the broadcast two hours ago almost talking about how words matter. <clears throat> and how I believe a lot of the words were manipulated by some of these politicians on the campaign's debate stages, etc. Now we kind of come full circle with this bill and say, what does Donald Trump's election fund mean? And how does that relate to the wall? And how do we know it'll be used for the wall for sure? And we go. By the way, they've got twenty-two co-sponsors. What if Donald's not elected? Then what happens to the cash, baby? Just curious. All right, Kohl's, Kurt. You know the department store Kohl's. Yeah, I've heard of it. They've teamed up with Amazon to take back online orders. So now Kohl's is acting as the quote returns location slash department of Amazon, buddy. So are they going to just merge, probably? I don't know if they're going to merge or if they're just going to be partners. I don't know if they'd be allowed to merge, but I just don't know. But it's certainly a unique twist. Amazon's very yeah. creative and pushing the envelope big time on every level. Great point. And people thought they were done with you know food when they got a hold of Whole Foods, but they the Amazon officials now are saying that's just a star scratching right? the surface, buddy. Yeah. So, you know, Amazon getting very predatory. And I believe government's allowed that to happen, Kurt. Huh? Oops. Um, we did it again, Kurt. NSA caught illegally collecting mm. Americans' phone data. Did you see this one? Oh, so surprising, Sam. I mean, we've never expected that before, right? <laughs> and you got to ask yourself some questions about how this stuff happens, Kurt. Is it really an accident? Oops, sorry. Did that again or whatever? Mm-hmm. I mean, what happened last time this was done? 
great point. What happened last time? As far as I understand, when George Bush violated our privacy, he lied about who he was monitoring. And we got more and more and more intel or details on what really happened and that he lied and stuff like that. Instead of prosecuting the president for his lies and for his violation of our privacy, and then most importantly, as they say with Nixon, the cover-up, right? Well, then I kind of come back and go, hmm. All Congress did was go, wow, Donald um, Bush shouldn't have done that. Let's let's actually give him legislative authority to do that. That's what they did, right? Now we find out they're doing it again. They're doing it again. And now this is under Trump's watch, right, Kurt? Looks like it, Sam. Now, do I think Trump knows about it? Probably not. Do I think Trump's responsible? Probably not. Do I think his administration is betraying him and undermining his presidency at every turn? Yes, I do. Do I think there ought to be serious accountability and repercussions for that? Without a doubt. Right? And that's where these discussions need to go, in my opinion. And maybe we need to find out if Donald knew. I personally don't believe Donald's involved in this. But you know what? You never know. And I would like the truth, Kurt. And I would like the truth to, you know, the truth cards to fall where they may. If there's wrongdoing by anybody, I think they should be accountable for that wrongdoing. I don't care if they're Republican or Democrat or black or white or, uh, you know, male or female or any of these things. I want them all to be accountable and I want them all to be subject to the full extent of the law, due process as well. I don't want any vigilante actions here, but I do want to have transparency and due process and prosecute to the fullest extent of the law. And where there are violations of the law, I want accountability. And I want the law not to be selectively enforced, but to be universally uh, dealt with. I want a jury of peers and a, and a fully informed jury, and I want a, a um, you know, transparent, open due process and discovery. And those are the things that I want for everybody, Kurt, including people that I think personally are criminals. I have the right to what I think, but that doesn't make them guilty until proven so. So, you know, we got a lot of work cut out for us, ladies and gentlemen. That's why we're involved in the um, there's no there is no liberty with innocence in prison project. Right. TheFreedomCoalition.com is where you learn about that. If you want to donate to our efforts and help grow our presence in the media, every penny is welcome. LibertyRoundTable.com, donations available, live and on-demand radio at your fingertips, free, available. And for Sam and Kurt, you know what? It's all about God, family, and country. We declare we the people, along with the race of the Almighty, we can and will restore our grand old republic. Please get involved, make it a great day, and choose the right, will you? We declare this nation shall endure. God save the republic of the United States of America. Yeah.